Calling all parents and teachers. It's time to rep Kid News and check out some partner brands and products we think you're going to love. Since it's an election year, how about a kid's book on voting? Or colorful ideas for a spring refresh of that messy homework desk. Plus, there's always fun Kid News swag. Moms, dads, guardians, and teachers, go to starglowmedia.com shop to check it all out. If you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also find the store link in the description for today's episode. And don't forget, subscribe to Starglow Plus to skip the ads on all your favorite Starglow podcasts. Happy listening! Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Tori. Today's Monday, October 2nd, 2023. And we begin with the political equivalent of a buzzer beater. Late Saturday night, just hours before a shutdown was due to start, Congress passed and President Biden signed a short-term spending bill that allows the government to pay its bills for the next 45 days. Had Republicans and Democrats not found common ground, federal agencies would have had to temporarily close for lack of funding. Among the many organizations paying close attention was the National Park Service, which runs the ever-popular Fat Bear Week competition in Katmai, Alaska. Without an agreement, rangers would have been sent home and the challenge to find the chonkiest pre-hibernation bear postponed. But now it's game on. March Madness-like brackets will be announced today, with voting kicking off on Wednesday. We've put a link to the live cameras on our website. This week, it isn't just about bears, it's also about Nobels. Starting this morning, the world's most coveted prize will find its way to those who've made the biggest impact on humankind. The Award for Physiology, or Medicine, will be announced this morning, Physics tomorrow, Chemistry on Wednesday, Literature Thursday, and the most talked about, the Prize for Peace on Friday. Winners, who are known as laureates, learn of their good fortune in a quick pre-dawn phone call. According to the Wall Street Journal, it doesn't always go smoothly. In 1987, a call meant for UCLA chemist Donald J. Cram was mistakenly directed to a sound-asleep rug shampooer named Donald O. Cram, who could barely understand the caller from Sweden. Now, I do a good job on carpets, he remarked, but this seems a little excessive. Former President Jimmy Carter, himself a Nobel Peace Prize winner, just blew out 99 candles. His birthday was yesterday, and according to early reports, the one-time peanut farmer celebrated it the same way he has for years, at home with family and friends, and maybe a bowl of his favorite peanut butter ice cream. World leaders, celebrities, and everyday Americans by the thousands sent video wishes. The White House also got in on the festivities by displaying a giant wooden cake on its lawn with 39 candles in honor of the nation's 39th president. Final farewells are in the works for Diane Feinstein, the longest-serving woman in U.S. Senate history. She died of natural causes Friday morning in Washington, D.C., just hours after casting what would turn out to be her final vote. Late Saturday, the 90-year-old Californian was brought home to San Francisco with military honors, draped in the American flag and escorted by her friend and colleague Nancy Pelosi on a plane provided by the president. This week, she's expected to lie in state at City Hall in San Francisco, where she served 10 years as the city's first-ever female mayor. Politico reports that today, California Governor Gavin Newsom is expected to name LaFonza Butler, a former labor leader, as the interim replacement for the vacant Senate seat. In other Kid News notes, another day, another historic head-turner by Simone Biles. 
Yesterday, in her first international meet since the Tokyo Olympics, she landed the next-to-impossible Yurchenko Double Pike Vault, the same one she wowed U.S. crowds with over the summer. She's now the first woman to do it internationally, which means it now gets named after her. For those keeping count, it's the fifth gymnastics move bearing the Biles name. Simone is with the U.S. team at the week-long World Championships in Belgium. By the time you hear this story, we'll know whether the rampant rumors were true. Did Taylor Swift show up to cheer on Travis Kelsey and his Chiefs at MetLife Stadium as expected last night? It may seem trivial, but the possible merger of one of football's finest with T-Swift is actually big business. Ticket prices are up, as are TV ratings for any Chiefs game that the pop star may pop up at. It's possible that the secrecy surrounding the relationship is softening. Networks have been banned from using Taylor's music. However, last week, NBC was given permission to use her Welcome to New York song in promos and was working on getting the okay for the game as well. And to further emphasize T-Swift's power, Travis gained 860,000 Instagram followers just last week, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. Lost in that love story storyline is fallen Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who sources say may also make a surprise appearance at the game. Still to come, a sea lion rides floodwaters to freedom. But first, a big happy 11th birthday to one of our Kid News superfans, Atticus Doshi Becker of San Francisco. Atticus, your mom and dad are so proud of the effort and passion you put into family, friendship, sports, and being a fifth grader at Harvey Milk Civil Rights Academy. Now, today's Kid News Quiz. Where are the bears of Fat Bear Week located? Katmai, Alaska. How many gymnastics moves are now named after Simone Biles? Five. What prestigious awards are announced this week? The Nobels. How old did former President Jimmy Carter turn yesterday? 99. In today's Kid News Kicker, the eight and a half inches of rain that fell on New York City Friday spelled trouble for commuters, but freedom for a sea lion at the Central Park Zoo. The deluge allowed the pinniped to hitch a ride on the floodwaters and swim out of her enclosure to explore what was normally just out of reach of her flippers. Sally the sea lion never left zoo grounds. Staff kept eyes on her the whole time, and once the rain was over, so too was the adventure. Sally was soon back with her sea lion friends inside her normal exhibit. Thanks again to the Doshi Becker family of San Francisco for underwriting today's quiz. Happy birthday to Atticus and a shout out to all his friends and to his teacher, Ms. Kerman at the Harvey Milk Civil Rights Academy. Before we get to our teachers of the day, a reminder for all educators that our free monthly critical thinking worksheet known as the Noodler is up on our website and available for download. Now to our classrooms, including Mrs. Spradlin and her Vikings at Scioto in Commercial, Ohio, the Ryder Homeschool and students Chloe and Kenzie in Katy, Texas, and Mrs. Will and her Bobcats at St. Joseph in Evansville, Indiana. Thanks for listening. It really helps if you rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you back here for more Kid News tomorrow morning.